Welcome to the Brand Builders Love Podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, business coach, author, speaker, and the creator of Brand Builders Academy and the Amplify Accelerator. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to become a bold and powerful voice in your industry. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. It is awesome to have you here. You know, I love a good founding story. You know, somebody who just comes up with an idea and just makes it happen. And that is what I've got for you today. I am super excited to be talking with Michelle Smith, the one half of Aussie Biz Chick, which is an Australian-based monthly subscription box business that broke onto the scene early in 2020. Yes, in the middle of a pandemic. They make it easier for female entrepreneurs to get access to valuable resources that could help them grow their businesses. So instead of you having to use up your precious time looking for answers, they'll do that for you, then deliver it straight to your door. And the way that they plan and manage their boxes means that they are able to support small Australian businesses each month that supply their boxes as well. And their aim is to build a community that is willing to support each other. I'm super excited that Play Big Brand Bold is going to be in their December box and I love what they're doing. So today I've got Michelle Smith on the podcast. She's the brains behind the idea and co-founder. She loves the work from home life, Disney, fitness and being her own boss. Michelle comes from a digital marketing background and loves to create videos as well. Definitely check them out on Insta. She does love a good reel and it's so great to see all the behind the scenes of how she's grown her business as well. And her partner in life and business, Luke Claus, is the other co-founder. He's a footy lover, a movie buff, and Luke comes from an, an accounting background but has found a new interest within the e-commerce space. So I loved this chat and a bit of an insight into how Michelle jumped into an industry and a niche that hasn't really taken off massively in Australia as much as it has in the US and definitely not in the entrepreneurial space. So she is one of the first people in Australia to be doing it in this niche. And we talk a little bit about how she started how she's going and how she's growing. Michelle, welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I know. I'm really excited to have you on as well. I was just saying, and we'll talk a little bit about this, is that I saw Denise Duffield Thomas's book and I and I don't think I knew your business at the time. And I was like, what is this? And then when I saw it, and we'll talk all about what you do and your business, um, but it's amazing subscription box for entrepreneurs. And I saw her book and I thought, oh, I want to get my book in there too. So that's how we connected. And I've been following you ever since. And so for my listeners, I've done a little bit of an intro but how did you get to where you are? And before we do that, tell me exactly what is Aussie Biz Chic? Yes. So we're a subscription box for female entrepreneurs in Australia. So we include a book in the box each month, as well as some fun stationary items to keep you motivated. But the book is definitely the main part. So you can get some learning on how to grow your business, whether it be mindset, marketing. And then we also have 
a private Facebook group and an online learning hub as well with digital resources from amazing people that you can access as well. So it's like a cute little membership, but you also get a box as well, which makes it really fun. That's so good. And so why did you or when did you come up with this idea? Yeah, so I came up with the idea way back in the height of the pandemic last year around February. And, you know, I was already in that mindset of I really don't want to be in my corporate (laughs) job anymore. And I kind of just saw this article around sub boxes and how, you know, they're really huge in the US and UK and they're only starting to kind of get popular down here in Australia. And the pandemic definitely kind of brought that forward with the subscription box. And then I kind of just thought, what would I like to have as a sub box? I'm a huge reader. I absolutely have a maybe unhealthy obsession with stationery. Um, and I knew I love that (laughs) as a a box. So I kind of did that market research, but also the idea was I wanted something that was rewarding for myself that I could help people. And that's how kind of the idea came about. And yeah, it's been in six months, I was able to quit my corporate role. Uh, we're at 500 members now in just a year so it's been a whirlwind of a journey amazing well first of all congratulations because that is always so exciting yes what were you doing before this so I was a digital marketer and campaign manager at this huge technology b2b um company and I mean, I actually really liked it. Like I loved the people, but it just wasn't kind of the space I wanted to be. I mean, I don't know if anybody else has been in corporate, but you know, I think everybody's some, been in corporate. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to work till like, I mean, they expect you to work till like 10 o'clock sometimes and stuff like that. And I remember they were rewarding people for working like after hours going, oh, this girl, she's done so amazing. I'm getting emails from her at 10 p.m., And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't want this to be my life. Um, And I just wanted that freedom as well. But, yeah, I did come from a a marketing background. Amazing. And so when you kind of saw this as a gap in the market or an opportunity, because I think when I saw it, I was like, I don't think I've seen a subscription box like this before. And so when you were doing your research, I mean, I know that there's wellness boxes and makeup boxes and all of that. What did you find? Mm. Well, there's actually, you know, it's so new that not many people have it niched down. So they're very mass market at the moment. And so I didn't actually know there was this huge female entrepreneur space, right? Till I like (laughs) full on got into it myself. And I myself was looking up how to start a business. And I found all these podcasts and people like you right this whole female entrepreneur space and I was just like I reckon there's so many amazing books out there that you know I love to read but it's really hard to go on Booktopia and go which one Mm -hmm. do I read can I just make it easier for myself and get that delivered to me so I kind of saw that problem in a way in that space and I thought I'm just going to run with it and see how it goes And so talk us through how you started up. So your part, is it your partner or is it a friend or? He's my partner. Your partner. I wasn't sure. (laughs) Uh, So he's like the co-founder or your ops manager as well, who I've been communicating with. He's lovely. (laughs) Uh, And so what did that conversation 
sound like when you were talking to him? Because did he quit his job or is he still in a job? Oh, my goodness. He's literally today has put in his resignation letter. Today. He was just texting the boys like, I've just done it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, I'll have to call you later. That's (laughs) so amazing. How funny is that? Yes, he's just quit two days. So that's insane. But, um, yeah, no, he was, like, in the same mindset as me. Like, yeah, I I like that idea of starting a business. And I was just like, can we please do this idea? (laughs) And I obviously, like, he likes to be behind the scenes. um, And I like to... You know, I wanted yeah. to build my personal brand too. And I just knew on Instagram when I looked at that female entrepreneur space, like people like seeing the behind the scenes, the face of the business. So it was kind of just like an obvious choice to kind of go with this idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he was all for it. He's so supportive and he's just, he's worked just as hard on, on this business with me. Yeah, that's amazing. And so how did you start out? Like, how did you decide on what was going to be in the boxes what about costings connecting collaborating like what was the process that you went through Mm, you know what the first thing I did I didn't even have a product like originally I was like maybe I'll just do books each month and like only a little bit of stationery not like this huge box but I did I started building the audience first on Instagram And then I started, I did a giveaway and I did this survey in the giveaway where I said, can you just fill out this survey so I could get a little bit more information about who these people were? Um, And I asked like, what are the problems? Do you, what kind of things would you like to be given each month? And I kind of saw a trend where people were like, I'd absolutely love a book, but I'd also love awesome stationary items. And I just thought, They've, they've spoken, they've spoken, and this is what we're going to do. And it went through a lot a lot of changes, like how many products we were going to have. I think in the beginning, like getting wholesale was a lot harder now because we're doing a lot bigger now. We can negotiate a lot better. Yeah. But in the beginning, like, you know, trying to keep it to budget was really hard. I think if I didn't have Luke, um, I probably would have been making money. I would have gone over budgets. So bad so yeah yeah, keeping to that budget is super important and I never had really networked before either so that was something I'm actually an introvert so that was something I was really scared to do but it's so not scary like everybody's so lovely yeah I was like oh my gosh and they get me yeah they get the mindset they get where I'm coming from so it's always awesome to work with small businesses and having them in the box because we both get something out of it you know yeah yeah. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought, but no, that all good. <laughs> and so, uh, and so you were looking at wholesale, you were looking at obviously putting the box together. And so how did you grow that audience before you launched? Like, did you kind of get people to sign up and say that they wanted it? Or did you create the first box? Like, what was that process that you went through? Mm, so I had a huge kind of like VIP founding members launch and this was three months before I even launched anything like I didn't yeah. have a product at all and but so when was, was this this was like in August I think of 2020 2020 I mean even the month before that I think um, and I was accepting payments in for like these founding members so people who wanted to 
be the founding members, the first one to get the first box. And I did an offer. I said, hey, if you join as a founding member, you can get 10% off your first three months of the box. I didn't have a product at all. Like I did this mock-up. I just got some things from Officeworks. I, put, I had a random box from Opoly, like the Opoly store that I used as, to put the yeah. in. Um, I just showed the behind the scenes. I even showed like the different designs and said, hey, guys, which designs of the box do you like? And I had like different products. I said, which product would you like? So I really tried to get people involved in the process of creating that first box. So they really felt connected and felt, yeah, I felt like I had a say in this first box, I'm going to join, even though I had no product <laughs> at the time. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And so how many founding members did you end up with? I had 30. Amazing. Had founding members. So there you go. When you didn't have a product and you had just no. started. <laughs> that's, amazing. that's so great. And so since then, what have the changes been? Like, what have you kind of learned along the way? I mean, it's like not even a year. Oh, yeah, it's like a year since a year. then. Yeah, yeah, but a year when you're building a new business in the middle of a busy pandemic market is, uh, I'm sure, moves a lot quicker than mm. than other businesses. So what have you learned kind of since that first box? Yeah, the definitely first thing I learned was um, simplifying the offer. So I had like, I had the box, but I also had a mini version. And then I just also had an online version that was all on the one website. Completely confusing, completely confusing. Um, I'm sure a lot of people could probably relate to this. The minute I took off the other ones, solely focused on the box, the conversion rate went up so much. So I definitely, if I look back, I would have simplified the offer, the message to the box. Yes. That is definite. Um, Other things I learned is don't be afraid to invest money. Like when I come from a corporate role, you know how you're just given budget, budget for days and it's not that scary to spend that money. But then when it's your money, you're like, you kind of hold onto it a bit. But I realized even if it's investing in ads or a coach or a course, it's so completely worth it. Like I invested in a mentor, a subscription box mentor for myself. Amazing. Um, books, like I invest a lot, but I get it back in return. But in the start, I was a bit like, mm, do I want to? But I think we all go through that stage of like hesitancy. But, but I love that you've come to that realization so quickly yes. though. And I mean, I was literally like, I've just recorded a podcast that'll go out this week as well. But just on that, like you've got to like your business and your brain is your big, your biggest asset. And we invest in cars and we invest in holidays and we invest in all these other things. But, you know, it's so important for us to invest in ourselves in order to grow this asset to become what we want it to be. So I think that that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And also like um, outsourcing as well (laughs) to free up your time to work on the business or in the business, like that's been a game changer too. Like I've outsourced a lot of things that I just really don't have the time to learn to do. Like I understand I have to do them like SEO, for example, but there's no way I'm going to have time to write blogs each month or find these keywords. So I've just hired like my little sister to write some blogs for me every month. She's like, she's a, she's a gun. She's so good at writing. And then I've hired somebody to do my analytics, my box design I didn't do. 
I got somebody to do that for yeah. me because I'm not a designer. Um, so yeah, I just, I think it's so important to invest um, for sure. And then I'd say definitely one thing I learned as well, make sure you put your health first as well. Because literally when I started the business, I wasn't even going out for walks. I was literally like a hermit yeah. in my home. I think I got square eyes because I was looking at the laptop so bad, hunched, hunchback. Yeah. I wasn't exercising. We were eating Uber Eats, McDonald's too much. So, and that just really affects your mood and like your energy level. So the health is really important for me now. I've just started running, running again making sure I'm going out and enjoying the sunshine now that we're free a little yeah. bit. <laughs> so that was, re- that's really important. Something I learned. Yeah. Health is so important. Amazing. And so, and so obviously like when we are recording this, we've just come out of lockdown in Melbourne, but how did the pandemic impact the business? Like, did honestly, you, like what sort of things did you say? I honestly only saw positives. Well, some so, businesses did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, sometimes I feel a bit bad saying that actually. Um, no, I think that there were a lot of businesses that like went through the roof because a- anything that people were buying online, some people were, yeah, like, you know, 10Xing their revenue and their profit whilst others couldn't even work. So yeah, I don't think it's, you don't feel bad saying it, but I think that there were really opposite ends of the spectrum for sure. Yeah. And you know, I'd be really interested to see, how my growth goes now that people are out of lockdown. I wonder if that will change. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Um, But yeah, the pandemic really only, um, I guess, helped my business and get people wanted things delivered to their door. I don't think that's going to change. I still think people now value their time and want things delivered, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I know I've seen a lot of businesses actually turn kind of their products into a sub box and to go online because yeah. they can't do it brick and mortar. Like there was this great little restaurant who ended up turning into in like a sub box every month. They would send recipes and different cuisines every month. Love it. Like how genius is that? It's a great way to pivot um, in times like these, you know? Yeah. I saw a pottery studio that did the same as well, yeah. where they created like, yeah, boxes people could order and that, but that's, yeah, it's so good. And I do think that we've really changed the way that we shop and the way that we consume anyway. So I think that the whole online, you know, ordering online, I don't think that's going anywhere. I think people are just like, why did we not do this before? But yeah. yeah, that's so good. And so what sort of goals have you got moving forward? Like, obviously you're at around about 500 now, which is amazing. Congratulations. And so for you, what do you kind of see in the next 12 or 24 months for the business? Mm, I do want to grow the membership, but I feel like I'd like to do things like events and, you know, not just have the box, really try to kind of nurture the community yeah. is a big thing because um, just looking at the group and what everybody really likes is that community aspect of it and so I really want to kind of grow that part I picture it being kind of a big thing like we can have events together you know network you know you always hear the saying your network is your net worth you know um so I definitely see it kind of heading in that direction where we more become a membership a community and we're not just a box you know because nobody ever stays for just 
products, if that makes sense. When If you are signing a sub box, you've got to think what are the outcomes? And I want to make sure that everybody is growing their business, is getting value out of the, the subscription. So that's really, really important um, for me to nurture that community in the next 12 to 24 months. Yeah, I love that. And I, I totally agree. I mean, I started my business with events and community and stuff like that, and it's just continued to grow. And I do think that we're we're always looking to come together with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, if you can connect that with the product or the service yes. that you've got, it's just a smart, smart way to do it. And then you never know what else comes out of that as well. Yeah. You know, I'm just um, thinking of starting a like sub box course because I get on a lot of Q and A's and all they all sub boxes going, how do I grow a sub box? So that's something just on the side that I've been (laughs) thinking of doing, you know, so there's like so many avenues that you can take a brand. It's crazy. Yeah. Amazing. And I mean, I have you kind of connected with a lot of sub box creators. Yeah, like there's actually so many in the starting phases down here in Australia or a lot of um, ladies who run an e-com store and go, I want that recurring revenue, you know, model. I'd like to make a sub box out of it. But it's, you know, in Australia, there's not that many coaches. They're all in the UK or in the US and, you know, the time zones mm. are insane. Um, so it's like I'm kind of like the go-to a bit at the moment. So I'm really excited where that can um, head off to, you know? Yeah, that's so great. And I do think, like you said, like if uh, sort of the UK or Europe and the US are further ahead, then you can obviously see all the possibilities and yeah, and connect with them and obviously learn a lot from them as well, Mm. which I think is, especially when it's such a young market here and have the majority of your subscriptions come from Melbourne or has it been all over Australia? Literally all over Australia. Yeah. Majority is still Melbourne, Sydney, but you got uh, a few in Perth and the Northern Territory. Like it's really interesting to see that it's all around. That's so good. And so I think one of the things that I really wanted to ask you about as well is because there wasn't really a market for it here doing what you're doing, you know, for other people that are sort of looking at, well, you know, there could be a gap there or, um, you know, I've got this idea, but I'm not really seeing a lot of it. Like what sort of things would you say to them when it comes to, I guess, stepping into a niche that isn't very big or isn't really there at all? Mm. Like what I did, I just kind of tried to stalk as much <laughs> as possible and ask as much as possible in groups. You know, even um, I actually caught up with a friend, she runs Napoleon Swimwear. She's a friend of mine. And I said, can I catch up with you for coffee? Cause I would like to pick your brain about what are the problems you're facing? Would this be something of interest for you? So if you know a friend or a friend of a friend, don't be afraid to call up and just ask them all those questions, go into those groups. Don't be afraid to ask questions and get some research in and get, you know, find who that niche is. As long as a niche has a problem and you can provide a solution, I feel like you've got something there, but you never know if you don't try, right? So find that niche, find that problem, create your sub box. Yeah, whatever yeah. that sub box is. But I do, <laughs> I love that you did the survey and the giveaway and that sort of yeah. thing. Like I always say to clients as well, like if you can survey people, if you can get more insights and ask good questions and kind of probe a little bit more, it just really gives you such a foundation for making decisions rather than just assuming what people want and what you yeah. think they need. 
And sometimes you assume that you assume wrong. <laughs> You're better off just asking. <laughs> Did you assume anything wrong? You know what? I was um, like, when I first started, I was like, I need to have so many resources on the hub. I got to quickly make things and blah, blah, blah. Um, Cause I thought like the online component was the only reason people might join the sub box. I don't know why I thought that, but I did a survey to the Facebook group and said, why did you join the sub box? And it's just like the books, the books are why I really, really love it. And so that's why I make sure I read the books and choose the right books because that's the main reason people subscribe are those books. So I was focusing on something else where I was like, no, I need to put back my focus on the box and the books. So sometimes it's really easy. You could do book club. Yeah, true. That's a good (laughs) idea. (laughs) You do like a monthly. I'm just like, well, if you've got a whole community that are like, we love the books, you could like when it gets delivered and then maybe a month later you get the author on or you just have a... You know, because the author that's coming in December is really good. Um, (laughs) Get the author in or you could just have a bit of a Facebook Live or a Zoom where everybody comes in and shares like what they got out of it. That would be cool too if that's one of the the things that they love about it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we love we love a good book club. That's so good. That's awesome. So so good. I love I love that you kind of just went for it. I love that you did the research. You put it out there. I love that you have got five hundred people <laughs> subscribe. That is so amazing. Uh, are you looking to keep it in Australia? Um, we're thinking potentially expanding to New Zealand soon. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll I see know postage is a killer, isn't it, at the moment? Oh my goodness! Yeah, shipping. Oh my yeah. god, that's like, all I'm right. A- you can build your empire here. Yeah. I have an have an Aussie empire, which I think totally works. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, and so when you're looking at collaborators, so you've got your wholesalers, and then are you approaching people, or have you found that you've got people that have been coming to you a lot of the time? Well, in the beginning. Man, I think I emailed like 50 emails and, you know, you get the one or two replying. So that was in the beginning. In the beginning, I wasn't doing masterclasses. I was actually doing like having people's courses for a set amount of month. But I realized everybody loves the masterclass because you come on for that hour in the month. There's not much like commitment, too mm-hmm. much time, but you learn so much in that 45 to an hour um and now I'm really lucky enough that yeah authors will reach out to me I've got people reaching out to me um but I still reach out to people especially if I have a specific theme in the month and I want a specific expert that can really talk to that 100% I'll reach out have a template I make sure to talk about the benefits for them for jumping on and everything like that um, but now it's a bit of both. Like I get people coming to me and, uh, but I also like to, to reach out as well. Yeah. That's so great. That's awesome. How exciting. <sighs> Fantastic. So what's coming up? So we, so this will be going live at the beginning of November, 2021. And so what's in the subscription box for this month and also like how much is it and how does it work? Mm-hmm. So it is depending on the type of plan you go, but it is $79.95 for the month. You get the box, all the learning resources. And then this next month we have a Donald Miller 
book, Business Made Simple. I absolutely love Donald Miller. Me I'm too. actually reading his other book, Marketing Made Simple, now. So um, I don't think I've read that. I've only read sto- um, Story Brand. Story Brand. But I haven't read. So what's this one? Marketing Made Simple. This one, this next one I've got is Business Made Simple. Okay. So he talks about leadership, um, managing a team, the marketing, the selling. But he talks like you're an asset. You kind of invest in yourself as an asset to the business. Yes. It makes more sense when you read it. I kind of. I'm I totally about- get it. I love him. I listen to his podcast all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's so good because this book has um, like videos as well that goes with it. They can Amazing. Oh, I might have to um, steal that idea for my next book. Okay. Yeah. But obviously in December we have a your book, Play Big Brand Bolts, <laughs> which I think is going to be perfect for December because I feel like people are in that motivating stage where it's like I'm done playing small. I'm ready to go big for the new year. So I think your book's going to be perfect for that. Amazing. Um, and we've got you as a speaker as well in December. Can't as- wait. <laughs> Can't wait. And yeah, totally. Like if you're going to do live events, I'm all for that. Now that we got out of lockdown, I'm like events, 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 retreats, anything. I'll do it all. I need to go on a retreat. I've never been on a business retreat. Oh, I've got a barley one coming up if you're interested. That is such it's an been, easy place to go. It's been like three years in the making. We put it out there in 2019 and now it's like, oh, eventually we'll get there. But no, all good. Amazing. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. Congratulations. Thank you. So good. Fantastic. So, Michelle, where can people find you? We'll obviously have all of your uh, links and everything in the show notes, but where's the best place for them to connect? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Aussie Biz Chick, no K, just a C. Um, and you can see my website, aussiebizchick.com.au. Yeah, fantastic. Say hi. Yeah, yeah, definitely go and follow. Say hi. Support another lady in business. Um, And definitely check out the subscription box. Yes, and Play Big Brand Bold will be um, in the December one with all other Christmas goodies Mm -hmm. and stationery. We all love stationery. Such a good decision as well. I, like, can't get enough of it. You know, <laughs> so good. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being on the podcast, oh, and I can't wait to me. share this. You're this is so, so fun. <laughs> thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I love seeing new businesses come into the market. And when I saw Michelle's business, I was just like, that is new. I have not seen that before. So I was so glad that she was able to come onto the podcast and I'm excited to be featured in the box in December. So make sure you go and check out all of her details. All of the links are in the show notes as well. Well, that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.